Hey, it's me. It's the Priceline Negotiator, known as William Shatner. And I'm here because we've all been getting less lately. Less sunshine, less bang for your buck, less fun. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> That's why I'm negotiating to get you more. Thanks to my deal-making skills, Priceline saves travelers over $1 billion every year. That's almost $2,000 a minute. And when you save up to 60% on hotels and get exclusive deals on rental cars and flights, you can have more. More sunshine, more family, more fun, more thank you for negotiating. No, 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 please, no, no need to thank me. No, it's all for you. At Priceline, we know every trip is a big deal. So when you're ready to travel, visit Priceline.com for amazing deals that will help you get more out of your next trip. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an ML. B game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, y'all? This is Shaquille Bear, Super Bowl 50 and 55 champ. I want to let y'all know y'all listen to one of the best sports shows out there right now. And thanks for tuning in to the Rough Cut Sportscast. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, AJ. Johnson, below me, we've got the smoothest voice in sports casting, Dylan J.B. Kern. At Dunkin', we're getting ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Dixie Dillon was what we the new nickname that we were going with. <laughs> Dixie Dillon below me. And of course... In that left, in that bottom right-hand corner that you're watching is my best friend, the Mukesia, Aaron Mukes, rocking the best hat that you could possibly be wearing during these NBA playoffs. Hey, I'm look, gonna... AJ came with the background. 
after a loss. Not a good look. It's a it's great look. Not support my team after a W or an L, baby. I ain't worried about nothing. Y'all can get y'all a little W with your little Madison Square Garden having a little bit of fun. I ain't worried about none of y'all little Nick boys. Boy. I, I cannot participate because <laughs> I'm wearing a Bulls hat. Oh, Lord. That, <laughs> yeah, that's the bad look. That's yeah, the bad look. you're definitely not participating. <laughs> does my does my does my Jags hat work? Well, wrong sport, Vinny. We were hoping wrong we were really sport. trying to save you there. We were hoping you catch it. But then again, then again, Tebow did catch two touchdowns in OTAs today. Hey, so Tebow I, time. I'm excited about dude, dude is jacked. Dude is jacked. But that's not what we're here to talk about today, guys. We are talking basketball. <laughs> we're talking NBA playoffs. What are you laughing at, Giggly Bits? Because oh, I did not. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. I thought he said giggly something else. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was actually trying to picture Tebow Tebowing with all the jackness and if it would actually work. <laughs> Didn't somebody Tebow on the, the trip? Aaron, Aaron. Aaron. You Tebow on the Yeah, you Tebowed on the trip. Tebowed yeah. on TikTok. Of course. And Tebowed on TikTok. It's Tebow time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to you. That's right. That, I actually knew. I just wanted to bring it up again. <laughs> that is my favorite. That is my favorite thing thing about Tim Tebow. Like out of all the yeah. other stuff that he's done and the attention he gets, that's the best. He's what, he's Tebow also he, Yes. Yeah. He also started a trend. He also started a trend. There was reports out today that Brandon Jacobs is is uh, trying to make a comeback as well. So everybody in the NFL that is now retired that is retired is trying to make a comeback thanks to Tim Tebow. But that's not what we're talking about tonight, guys. He's we're an talking inspiration. He is. He is. We're talking NBA playoffs, though, guys. It is in full effect. I'm buzzing on it. You know, right before the show, Dylan actually asked me if I had any like Knicks gear, and I brought up the fact that I did not like basketball before we really started this show and now i am tuned in glued to my tv for nba playoff talk or nba playoff action and i'm like man this is what a time what a time and i i i I thanked aj of course because i i he's the one who kind of forced me into this right yeah he no no go ahead aj you're right he forced you he put you on the no, ground to your head, something into your neck, and said, "You're going to watch some basketball if yeah. I'm going to watch this hockey thing." Yeah, basically, yeah, exactly. I mean, we we realized at the end of football season, if we were really going to have a podcast, I mean, we were going to have to get into each other's sports. Granted, it was much easier for me than it was for him because I actually already gave his sport the respect it deserved because I, you know, game recognized game. He told, "Hey, well, before you got in the studio, he was like, you know, I think one of my favorite things about basketball." Is when someone does like a sick move and the whole crowd goes, oh, yeah, I, was, I clipped about and, and it's sad because the B-roll that you'll see tonight for all of the all the, the games, you're going to watch it. I'm like, I wish I could put the sound in this streamer does not allow me to do that. I wish I could yeah, put I the sound in this because I want everyone to also enjoy the oh, like do, I did. Do, when you, I was the highlight. do yeah, you want exactly. us to? Do you want us to make the noise when they do it? Because we will. AJ and I will will scream. Actually, I'm going to warn you because you guys are more than likely going to be talking while that's happening. And I will come in with a. (laughs) We should send send him some like all and one videos and show him where that stuff really comes from. I did used to watch like the like the NBA like not the NBA but like they had like dunk competitions on ESPN like old school like no, old we're talking school, like, we're talking old school like skip to my Lou oh uh, yeah like like them boys they, oh, hey, when and one was in uh, big escalate yeah Oof. like early like early two thousands like early two thousands oh, um, yeah there, great there was movie some, by the way some street I actually 
I actually went to a uh, and one event when I was in high school. We had this little uh, like this whole thing in my hometown where we put on a little and one tournament and me and all my high school friends went and played with all these grown men. We didn't know what we were getting to, but I knew this. I had handles, and it was going to be dope, and we tore that place apart. So we went to Jacksonville, and I tried to get in and play, and I got in, but they were like, oh, you have to have a parent to sign a waiver, and I went with my friend, so I couldn't actually play the game I was going to get on TV, and it kind of made me sad, but... They used to come to 24 Hour Fitness in in Elk Grove, uh, a couple of them. As a matter of fact, one of them who actually played with the Harlem Globetrotters as well is now an MMA fighter, and um, his name is Robert... Young, I think it's Roberto Young. Look him up. He used to be a big time hooper, and now he's an MMA fighter or a boxer or something. And I tell you, he's not very good. What, I like <laughs> would either of you guys be surprised? And this might be a terrible joke, but would either of you guys be surprised if you saw Trey Young and Russell Westbrook become MMA fighters to try and fight fans after what happened this uh, these past few days? <laughs> oh, man. Russ, no. Trey, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so a- AJ, you, you, uh, one of these, one of these bad things happened. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about first on the show. Uh, again, coming up, we're going to kind of dive into all the playoff series and and the matchups going on right now. But there was something that happened in the past. What was it past two nights uh, that happened in the NBA? All last was night. Just, all last night. All, all last, last night. night. Okay. Yeah. All of them happened last yeah. night. It was just. Not a good look for the fans of these two teams, the Knicks and the who are the Wizards playing? 76ers. playing the, the Sixers. 76ers. Oof. Philly. Oof. Not a good look for them. Not a good look for either of these guys. You saw Trey Young and and 50 Cent's wife basically get spit on and Derrick Rose's face. And then you saw Russell Westbrook basically have, well, not basically, he had popcorn thrown on him. Oh man, it's Real. not, it's not fitted right. This is a nice good clip, Vinny. Nice clip, Bob. That's a minus. But you can see That's Russell Westbrook's reaction, <laughs> and it's not good because he got th- popcorn thrown on him by a fan. And you know, I I did mention to AJ this earlier with like, oh, he's not injured anymore after someone threw popcorn on him. But uh, come on, man, <laughs> you just don't do that. And I love all the fans. What you can't see in this, they're pointing to the disrespectful fan, this jabroni here in this red hat and, uh, and this. Look at it. Look at the, look like terrible. the dude from Jersey Shore, bro. It's not a good look. AJ, what what were your thoughts on all that? So we talked a little bit about it last night. And then uh, after really getting to put eyes on the situation and see what happened and hear a little bit more about the way it went down, this is wrong. Like, this is dumb. Like, we've waited a year plus to get fans in the stands to watch these games. We finally get it for the playoffs. The thing that really makes the playoffs what they are, you know, the fans in the building going crazy. And when you have stuff like this, it just takes away from it. You know, of course, it's about the money. So it's not like they're going to second guess doing this. But I mean, you're talking game two in Madison Square Garden with fans in it, really, like at that capacity. And this is the stuff we have already. It's not right. And, and the fact that it keeps happening to a Russell Westbrook over and over again, and he's the one that gets the bad look for it. It's wrong. Like, I love the support that LeBron came out with and posted about. We want to know who this fan was. We, we There's cameras everywhere. There should be no excuse because if the shoe was on the other foot, and he's absolutely right. You know, you think back to the Pacers and the Malice in the Palace, and, of course, that was out of hand. You know, you got the players jumping into the stands and throwing hands with fans. That's not what you want. I understand that. But then the Trey Young, to spit on a yeah. person, while there's a global pandemic going on, nonetheless, like how dumb do you got to be? First off, I'm shocked 
that 50 cent didn't get up and, you know, put it to about a dollar because there ain't no <laughs> way in hell. Like, I watched you on Power. I seen you as Kanan. I seen you drop some people in the movies. <laughs> and I believe you, uh, G-Unit ain't having that, you know? But, like, like, do you think if you were to walk down the street, see Trey Young and spit at him, that he's just going to let it go? You want to do that on the street? So what are you but, doing there with that? This is ridiculous, and it, it really needs to stop. Wasn't 50 Cent on that that video game, Def Jam? Uh, what was it called? The, oh, the Def, Def Jam, Jam icon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jam Vendetta? On, yeah, it wasn't More 50 than Cent likely. on that. Yeah. yeah he also so. had his own video game. He came with, like, the Get Rich or Die trying, like, G-Unit game. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. wow. They tried so hard back in the day. Gangbanger rappers with video games. I, I just, I just, I just felt that Fifty Cent was shot nine times. They lucky he didn't do like they didn't. They lucky he really didn't want to do something. But I, I'm just gonna really quick. So is he forty one cent? I, oh, I am Lord. actually kind of hot about this. We we don't see this in any other sport. Basketball is the only sport where the fans are right there on the court. They have access. Like they're right there with the players. And I know we've had incidents in the NFL like one or two times. It's, it's not like it happens all the time in basketball. This happens all the time. And it, it's something that the NBA really needs to look at. I don't know how you solve the problem. I don't know if you push back the stands. I, I really don't know what you do, but this continues to happen in the NBA. And to point out the thing that happened in Detroit and in Indiana, all those years ago, where Ron Artest ran up into the crowd because somebody threw a drink on him and punched the lights out of this dude. And then Jermaine O'Neal jumped in, who's on the other team, and punched a fan out. That's what's going to happen. Eventually, it's going to happen again because these fans feel entitled that they've paid whatever amount of money for this ticket, that they have some right to do what they're what they doing. And to me, it's inexcusable. I hope they're banned for life. I don't think you should get a second chance. I don't think alcohol is an excuse. I don't think um, you know who you are or where you sit is an excuse. Somebody else will buy that ticket. And yep. I hope the NBA does the right thing here. I hope they don't let these people back in the stands. And I'm all for Russell Westbrook or Trey Young. I'm all for them jumping in the stands and beating yep. that ass if, if it continues to happen. It, and we are leaving one thing out. I know it wasn't big because it what didn't involve a player. But also on the same in the same night, there were three fans that have been banned for indefinitely in Utah for some stuff that happened uh, yesterday, last night. And it's just... Again, it's just we got to be better as fans when we go to these games. And we have to understand that these athletes, they have a job to do. That's their job. That's their workplace. If we were to be treated like that in our workplace, that would be a problem. So yep. um, I, I'm really, really hot on this topic. And I don't have any any kind of sympathy for those guys getting banned indefinitely or for life or whatever it is. Uh, good the dude who's been on stage should be arrested. Yeah, should be and arrested. That, that's that, that's what I was gonna bring up. Beth, Beth, Beth mentioned it as well in the comments. The uh, the season ticket. He the guy from the Knicks game was a season ticket holder, and he got banned. He uh, no, no, no. I thought it was the guy. Yeah. The the Knicks. They probably both were. I mean, you, you, not, oh, you know, most of the guys I, down down there that that close to the floor, they yeah. probably they probably have season tickets of some sort, and then upgrade and get lower, it's, so it's a little it's cheaper. Just but sick to be honest, yeah. the popcorn yeah. thing. I, I'm. It's it's stupid because it's popcorn and we get it, but it also could have right. been a drink. Next thing you know, it's yep. a it's some batteries or just any right yeah. anything. And the fact of the matter is, the spitting thing is just disgusting. And right. as a man with kids, if I ever, if I ever, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, saw my kids or even I don't care if they're grown adults acting like that and spitting on somebody, oh boy, CPS Ooh. gonna have to come get Ooh. me. Ooh. I'm telling yeah. you right now because that. that that does not fly. That's the most disrespectful Ooh. thing you can do to any human so, being is, is spit at somebody. 
So Dylan, I was shocked that he kept going. I would have, I would, I would have. I remember one time, and I'll, I'll say this real quick. Westbrook had an issue with a fan saying some really derogatory things to him when he's on the baseline, and he stepped into the court off the baseline and said, "I'm not playing until this fan is removed." If someone spit on me outside of again the restraint to not knock this man out, I'm I'm stepping into the court. And I'm not doing anything until he's removed. There's no way I'm just going to act like nothing happened. That. I'm hot. I'm hot right now. <laughs> yeah. So last oh, question on this one. This one goes to Dylan because he hasn't really uh he hasn't jumped in on this one yet. I Dylan, when you look at this and like there's some people on the side of like the, the where the athlete has to hold themselves at a professional level in this case. Cause I, I've seen people say like, Oh, if Russell Westbrook would have gone up there and fought him or did what Aaron was mentioning, where like one day they're just gonna punch him in the face, like people would would shun that athlete for doing so because they are held to a higher standard. What are your thoughts on that standard and and should that be a thing? I think it's interesting for sure. I mean, this is definitely something that has taken a storm over these last few days and it's just not right. It doesn't matter. So jumping into the stands, I honestly believe it's okay as long as you don't do any physical damage to the person. Like if you like go at them and physically tell them, Hey, this is going down, then they should probably get out of the way or find a way to handle it more professionally, as opposed to just cold clocking somebody and knocking them out and giving them a, giving them a big, big, big right hook there. So I think there's two different ways to approach it. You still have to find a way to still be professional, but you still have to find a way to get those fans out of the game. Now what Ron Artest did, he did not bring any meta world peace on that front, but uh, looking at, looking at what you do, uh, if this situation occurs again, you just got to get the fans out of the game. And I mean, any little thing, whether it's a, it's a word that's said or anything that's thrown at any certain player, that's when the player has to be like, Hey, I don't like this. Get them out of here. But there's also that line where, I mean, you go to the game and you let the players hear it. So it depends as long as it's not anything personal, then I think it should be okay. Vinny, can I ask you a question? Oh boy. Cause I kind of want to get your thought on this. And since we've all kind of touched on it, if you're in your workplace, aside from sports, you're in your workplace and somebody spit on you, are you just being the bigger man? No, oh no, Cause, no, because I'm not. I, I'm I'm not on that side of where you have to hold that the athlete at a higher standard just because they're an athlete. There, there is that. Uh, there is that like myth. It's not a myth. There's this like th- thing out there where it's like, okay, you're an athlete. You should be held to this higher standard because you're an athlete. There, there's a line with that, and that line goes g- gets crossed when someone does something like spitting on someone else. That's when it's like to me, it's okay to say. I don't give a shit if I'm an athlete or not. I like I'm a human being because that's what everyone is. Everyone is a human being in this situation, whether you're an athlete or whether you're a fan and spitting on someone is just not acceptable. And I do, I do think there are times though, where athletes have to be held at that higher standard and should be acting professional. Agreed. But like, like heckling, like, like what, for example, and and this could be the last thing here, the, the Trey young thing that AJ, you and I were talking about before the show, Knicks fans were saying, we're chanting F you F Trey young repeatedly. And then talking about how Trey young's balding chance on that were happening and <laughs> but Trae that's Young, funny that's i mean it is it, it's it's like baseball baseball does that right you hear it all the time in baseball that to me is where the athlete has to just say you know what they're fans they're talking shit. exactly we have to kind of get over that i agree with you there exactly and that's and that's that that's that line it's like okay now you're now you're now you're spitting on them and 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 personally hard because technically spitting and throwing popcorn at someone is it's technically assault, assault. 
So like, obviously it's not, you're not going to go to jail for it, but like it is technically assault. And that's like, that is a big, a big problem. So I, I think it's unacceptable. And Aaron, I think you, you really said it the best here. Fans have to be accountable. Fans have to be better in this situation. And you know what? Philly fans specifically need to be better because yo, Philly fans are having a bad rap and this does not help your cause but we got to move on here moving on to the playoff matchups we're going to be talking about the game that's in in uh underway right now actually in halftime it's the bucks and the heat the bucks are up 49 36 at halftime we're going to dive into that game but first aj i need to let i need to let you have your moment here i'm going to go solo on you just so the fans can see you (laughs) your beautiful face i get a moment time to shine All right. Hey, buddy. You guys been to our Twitter today? How about you head over to at Rough Cut underscore sports and then jump on to Facebook at Rough Cut Sports. Then go to Instagram and the Rough Cut Sports cast. Head on over to YouTube where we are streaming live right now. Hit that like, hit that share, hit that subscribe, and then do me a favor. Get back on all those social medias and tell everybody. Everybody? You already know everybody. (laughs) And of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs. Oh, I forgot you still solo, homie. Uh, <laughs> number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether that be a signed jersey, signed cleats, signed helmet. They've got it over there at HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. And a big shout out to the Belly Up Sports Network, our proud network that we are just so excited to be a part of. They got great shows over there going on. I checked out the Corner Booth podcast before we went on the air. I've checked out their hockey show, The Slap Shot sweet slap shot yeah. sweethearts. Uh, they yeah, do a great job. Great. AJ, is there any shows that you've uh, checked out that you uh, you want to give yeah, a special actually, shout out? Actually, so I'm with you with the slap shot sweethearts. I, I popped in the other night and watched that probably for about a good 15 20 minutes before we had to get ready to do some of our own things. Uh, and they were doing a watch party, which was a lot of fun. Uh, the midweek mid range, it's another basketball shirt, uh, show with Parker Ainsworth. Uh, he's got a couple friends from Belly Up and uh, some of the writers that come on there. Uh, they are pretty good. And I haven't seen the Broadway Hat podcast yet, but I've been in contact and, uh, you know, a couple messages back and forth with uh, the host. And the, they seem like really good people over there. So, you know, put see a pod, give a pod. That's where we're at. See a pod, send a pod, baby. See a pod, send a pod. And last but certainly not least, these bad boys went up for sale today. The Rough Cut Sports Cash shirts are now available for your purchasing pleasures here. We've already got some good orders coming in, and we appreciate the support on that. But we want to see them keep flowing in because your support means the world to us. And it kind of was brought to my attention by Aaron that we need multiple colors of this shirt. So if there's a specific color that you want of this shirt, my wife might hate me because I'm saying this on the air, but if there is a specific <laughs> color you want on a shirt, we might be able to do it. Just ask. Cause we, yeah. we, we are a show for the people. Okay. We are the fans for sports fans by sports fans, baby. That's it right there. And shout guys, out Alicia Milano. We appreciate you. Yes, 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 for sure. Shout out to Alicia. I can't wait to get that black one. Woo! Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. It is going to be hot. It is time, though. It is time, though, to get into our main event of the evening, and it is brought to you by Yeti. Brought to you by Yeti, guys. The Father's Day sale is here, and you can now get a 
custom monogram on your cup with a purchase of a cup. Obviously, you have to purchase it, but you get that free monogram. And who's going to get my cup, Vinny? It's who's going to get my my Father's Day cup? I, I need somebody to buy me a Father's Day cup. I mean, hold on. I'm the only daddy. Um, sure. Look at this ask, man. Sure. Look Jesse, at this man. I'm the I'm the sure. only dad. Can I get some Father's Day love over here, man? Where's look, my look cup? At, look at his face. Look at this guy. Someone buy him a Father's Day rough cut cup, man. The monogram is free. All you got to do is pay for the cup. But make sure when you do go purchase your Yeti cup, you are following the link that you can see on our Facebook page. AJ actually put it front and center when you get to our page. So click on that Yeti link and purchase, 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 support the show because we thrive on your support let's get into this game though we've got the bucks and we've got the heat and this game and and dylan i'll I'll let you ask that question you wanted to bring up in the at the in our pre-show meeting i'll let you start it off hurry into mattress firm for a limited time save up to five hundred dollars when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin plus get a free adjustable base with qualifying sealy purchases up to a 499 value or get up to 60% off America's top-rated brands, like Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99 or Sleepies at $169.99. In stock for fast delivery, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Let's, let's see real quick. So obviously, the Milwaukee Bucks, we know over time, or at least over the last few years, they tend to fall apart in the playoffs. And I know it's only the first round. They find a way to get out of the first round, and then they end up losing sometime later on into the postseason. But what have you seen? They're uh, off to a commanding lead right now, 2-0 in the series, and they're up big at halftime. Um, I'm going to ask everybody, do you guys see any potential changes that the Bucs have made this year that make them stand out as opposed to last year in the playoffs? No. Um, <laughs> I was not ready. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, that I is not where I thought it was going. Weird. Okay. Yeah, me neither. But uh, so for me, the Bucks are. You know, this is their third third year in a row where they've really been at the top of the East. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo has been that guy, and besides some really great showings from you know Jokic and Embiid this season, he's right up there in the top. And Damian Lillard and Steph Curry, of course, he's right up there at the top as he always is for an MVP type candidate. He's not going to get it, but he's had that type of season. The addition of Drew Holiday was huge for this team. Pat Connaughton is a great shooter for this team. Chris Middleton has done great things for this team. Your boy, uh, Vinny, Bryn Forbes, went off last uh, uh, game to five for six three-pointers in the first quarter. They have been looking really nice. But if you think about it, they've declined each year. They've gone from the Eastern Conference Finals to the second round. And I think they're, I think they're looking at a second-round exit again this year. Uh, Bailey says the Bucs are making his Eastern Conference Finals. I think Aaron mentioned that he could have them going there, too. They do match up decently with the Bucks. Uh, I'm sorry, with the with the Nets, but I don't think the Nets have given them everything. And the Nets haven't seen them with the big three. So when they match up with the Nets in the second round, I'm seeing a six-game exit for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things. I think about the Bucks now as the Raptors were when LeBron was there. They had the team. They were prepared to get to the next level, but there was a monster in the way in LeBron James. And for the Milwaukee Bucks, unfortunately for them, they've fallen short a couple times, and now there's a monster in the way in Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. So disappointing. So disappointing to hear AJ just just breeze past the addition of Drew Holiday. And I know you said it was a big addition, but it was like addition of Drew Holiday, and then Pat Connaughton, and like really that name comes after Drew Holiday. Listen, 
listen. I've said it. I've said it. The addition of Drew Holiday has changed this team dramatically. The reason nobody really is paying attention to them is because they were in the Eastern Conference Finals. They were the number one seed. They did have the MVP. The difference in this series has been Drew Holiday. Giannis is doing the same thing. Chris Middleton is doing the same thing. The difference is the perimeter defense of Drew Holiday. Last year in the playoffs, Goran Dragic averaged 24 and 4 against the Milwaukee Bucks because Drew because Drew Bledsoe because Eric Bledsoe was not <laughs> able <laughs> was not able to help. I mean, he just wasn't doing enough. He never could shoot from the outside and if he wasn't playing good defense, he was kind of a, I don't want to say a waste on the floor, but he just wasn't what they needed. Drew Holiday is that guy that when Giannis is getting the crowds in the middle that he can kick it out to and can create plays. And this he's his perimeter defense is tops in the league like he's one of the best perimeter defenders at the guard position in basketball and that's the difference of the Milwaukee Bucks this year I, I I've already said I thought the Nets were going to win the entire thing however this Milwaukee team is the one team and not just in the east they are the one team in all of basketball that I think can take out the Brooklyn Nets and the reason being is they have the guys that can defend the perimeter like a Drew Holiday who can guard a Kyrie Irving, like a Giannis who can hang out there with Kevin Durant. And I'm not saying they're going to shut these guys down, but they're long, they're athletic, and they can slow them down. And then the one difference, the one difference is nobody on the Brooklyn Nets can guard Giannis. None of them. I'll, Kevin I'll Durant can't guard them, and no, none of their bigs are any good or worth the crap guarding them inside. So I don't I'll, see it I'll happening, but I think the series goes six or seven. Part of the reason that I didn't mention too much about these additions is because right now they're playing the Miami Heat. And you know how I feel about the Miami Heat as of right now. They have been too inconsistent. And as I saw them up and down throughout the season, I do not believe they were the same team that they were last year. You can't tell me the East, besides Brooklyn having their people back, really got that much stronger. The fact I, I went back and listened to our preview today uh, from the preview of the season. I had the Miami Heat at the number three spot for what they had to do what they did last season with young players. You should have came in this season in the Eastern conference and been breezing and to not do that COVID or not. The, the Washington Wizards got COVID and they found their way back to the 10th spot and into the playoffs. Miami could have done something where they were in the, in the third spot. Now, if you're talking about next series and drew holidays doing what he's doing against the nets, maybe it has some more to say, but I'm just, I just haven't been impressed by Miami in the long run. Well, and, Miami wasn't you know, a top seed last year. They were number five seed last year. Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly. like that's the kind of team they are. And they have been riddled with injuries and COVID and stuff all year long. And they still were able to manage that's their the weight. They, for everybody, though. Listen. The same story for everybody. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not knocking that, but they have, been, they have been dealing with stuff all year just like everybody. They got matched up against the worst possible team in this year's playoffs because their advantage over, over Milwaukee last year was their guard play. And with the addition of Drew Holiday, he has eliminated that. He's given fits to Jimmy Butler. He's given fits to Kendrick Nunn. They actually benched him today to bring back Goran Dragic. And Goran Dragic didn't have that great of a first half, at least at the beginning of the game when I watched. So the fact is Drew Holiday has made a significant difference on that team. And this is not the same Milwaukee Bucks team. It just so they happens. Also it's also not the, the same Heat. Brooklyn Nets team. The Heat also missed Jay Crowder. I'll tell you that Big right time. now. Big time. Big perimeter defense. Yeah. Jay Crowder is one of the most underrated players in the NBA. He's just, he's a great veteran presence. He comes in, fills a role on any team every that he's ever team. on. He, he's, he's a constant professional. Every team that he he's one of those guys. I I think I said this on the trip. I liken him to Tony Allen, man. He he brings that mentality Ooh. with him everywhere he goes. He plays great defense and he doesn't take 
slacking off on that side of the ball when when he's around. So I've always been a big Jay Crowder fan. He, you know, people get stuck up thinking you have to have a superstar to mention someone's name. Everybody has a role, and Jay Crowder plays his better than most people in the NBA. Absolutely. Agreed. 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 I was I was going to ask you, AJ, oh, just that, a little That's quick question before we move on here. Uh, you, you brought up the auntie, how they were. Shout a, out. Hey, there hey, you go. Auntie. Auntie. We shot. Auntie, yeah, Chris. there it is. There it is. Hello, auntie. Hello, auntie. Don't call my auntie, auntie. <laughs> it makes me makes me Sorry, think of the Wizard great. of Oz. Auntie M, Auntie yeah. M. That's you know, one of those things. Uh, uh, but you brought up the the Heat and like how last year they had a very young team. They did good. You were expecting kind of a jump this season. Aaron brought up the COVID thing, but you seem to be against that. Is there a uh, their coach? They've had the same coach for quite some time now. Is there any? type of concern with coaching with this young t- I, I don't no, know. I'm not just, at all. No. I'm just spitballing. I, I understand, I'm just I trying understand to get the why game. you're asking. I understand why you're asking, but a, a, a game like basketball, from year to year, you will be consistent in most cases. You'll be around where you were in the season before, but there's, there's a team that just kind of figures it out. And Milwaukee having the star power, and again, as Aaron alluded to, and as I just glossed over apparently, Drew Holiday was a big addition. If you recall the first time I met that, I, I said that I thought Drew Holiday was a guy who should have been next to Giannis all along, not Eric Bledsoe. And so they're that type of team with Budenholzer who figured it out last year but got the pieces this year. When it comes to Miami – I kind of also alluded to this with the Warriors. I love when a young team gets the amount of play that they got last season. And for me, with Eric Spolstra, they should have taken a, a significant step forward. And I get it. COVID happened. Uh, you know, there's been injuries here and there. But I brought up the Washington Wizards. If there was any team that got hit with COVID, that was a team. And when they finally got over that, you want to talk about injuries, you lose Thomas Bryant, who was supposed to be one of the best big men in the league this year. Uh, you 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 lose your young rookie, Danny Avdia, who's been playing professionally overseas for the last since he was 14. I'm not saying he's Luka Doncic, but he's he comes from the same style of thought process, playing European ball professionally from a young age. So he has a lot of talent. You lose a lot of pieces. And what do they do? They have a guy in Russell Westbrook who I can liken to a Jimmy Butler when it comes to that mentality that pushed them to the top, got them in the play in and fought their way into the playoffs. If you look at Miami from a six seed, um, they should have been able to push that up to a fifth, uh, fourth, or third seed, in my opinion. The Knicks you know are Miami's missing. The you know what like Miami's that. missing, and this I think is just I'm on the same page. Um, Miami needs more. I, I don't want to say just scoring, but they don't have that guy. Like Jimmy Butler's a leader, but he doesn't do yeah. it by oh, I can take over a game. I'm going to score like that's just not really his style. And last yeah. year it was Tyler Hero. Yep. And this yep. year he has not been what he was last year. And I think really that's the difference in the Miami Heat team. I thought yep. they would be able to come in the playoffs and turn it on. I thought they would get more out of him, and he's been kind of disappointing thus far. Yeah. So I think yeah. they're missing. I had a horrible playoffs. Yeah. I had him in the running for most improved player. I thought he last year he was averaging about 15.9 a game. I was like, if this guy can step up to 18, just 18, that's only three points. But I'm telling you, like doing that a game in and game out can be a huge difference. And he didn't do it. And, you know, for whatever reason there is, he's still young. I don't think he's like a scrub or anything, but he's he's one of their guys because you're right. They don't have that go to scorer anymore, like a guy who's going to drop 25, 30 on a nightly basis. And Bam Adebayo's been up and down. That's a big part of the inconsistency that I allude to. He was supposed to take another step forward and be that that big presence in the paint and outside of the paint, not in the three-point range, but outside the paint and doing some of the scoring for you, and it just hasn't happened. 
Harrow you know got bubble buckets last year. Yeah. Tit. Yeah. It, you know, you know, it hasn't happened though. This uh, postseason in the NBA, the the Clippers, the Clippers have not done <laughs> what they're supposed to do in these playoffs. You know, I, I that's, I, that's, that's where I want to go next though, is the Clippers down to O to the Dallas Mavericks in their series. And it just has not seemed like the Clippers are playing up to their expectations with Kawhi and Paul George and the talent they have on that team. Aaron, what are you seeing from the Clippers that kind of that should be there? That's not there. I, I got a couple of takes that is not going to be a popular opinion, but Kawhi Leonard, I mean, as great as he played in game two, I'm disappointed in Kawhi Leonard. I'm disappointed in the fact that we have called this man an elite level player, one of the best in the NBA. And if this was LeBron James doing this, we would be all over LeBron James. We would be all over him being down 0-2, not doing enough. And Kawhi Leonard just has not done enough. Um, whether it's been all year, whether they was tanking towards the end of the season so they didn't get a certain seed. And then the second person I'm looking at is Coach Ty Lue. We were ridiculing Doc Rivers all year last year because they got busted in the playoffs after blowing that 3-1 lead. And I watched Ty Lue the other night not make one single adjustment to the way the Dallas Mavericks are playing offense. High pick and roll. You're switching, put Patrick Beverly on you. He's three feet tall on Luka Doncic, and Luka Doncic is driving him to the basket and shooting over him. We saw this when Kevin Durant was being guarded by Patrick Beverly, and he was calling him out. And Kevin Durant's like, I can score on this man anytime I want to, but I just didn't want to. I had to make the proper basketball play. Well, Luka said, to hell with that. You put that little man on me, I'm going to burn him. And that's exactly what's happened. Luka is right now, Luka Johnson is the best player in this series. And the difference in this series has been the role players and Luka getting them involved and Tim Hardaway knocking down shots. Uh, Maxi Kleber knocking down shots. And the Clippers just have not had an answer. And I look right at Ty Lue. I look right at the head coach saying, what are you doing to change it? Why is Paul George and Kawhi Leonard not on Luka Doncic the entire game? And forget that pick and roll switch. They are going to go over the top of the pick and roll. They are going to stay on him. And if you have to double him, you have to double him. But do not put Patrick Beverly or any of these other guys, Reggie Jackson, and have them trying to guard Luka because it's not going to happen. You have two of the best perimeter defenders in all of basketball. They should be guarding Luka. And if Ty Lue doesn't fix it, um, it's going to be an early, early exit for the Clippers. And I tell you what, Kawhi Leonard's got a, an option and he could be a free agent and we might not see the Paul George Kawhi Leonard uh, experiment lasting much longer. Coming to New York. No, no. So I'm going to try to do this well, but there's so much here for me to unpack. And I'm also hot about this, to be honest. And to, to be real honest, I'm hot at myself because I fell into the trap too, believing that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George would rectify the ugly game seven that they had last season in this playoffs. They made all these excuses. You know, there wasn't enough chemistry. We didn't have the right ball handlers. We just really got to get ourselves together. Once we mesh, we can be the most unstoppable team. All the experts bought into that. Watch out for the Clippers. You hear it left and right. So you have no, you know, you have a small choice, but most likely you're going to be like, okay, the Clippers are coming. And then we get in here and you go with the Mavericks to the same team that put you on notice last season and you falter again. Last night, Kawhi Leonard played out of his mind for one half. You remember we talked about Anthony Davis a couple of days ago in game one, and he didn't have the best first half. Y'all wouldn't let it go about the second. Kawhi Leonard scored 30 points in the first half. He scored 11 in the second half. Paul George, I don't know how the hell he got the nickname Playoff P. 
One for seven from three-point range is not going to cut it. You call yourself a superstar. You call yourself one of the best wing defenders in the league, and you got Luka doing this to you all day. Look at that. Got you easily. without a. Luka's having fun out there. That's the worst. The scariest part about what's going on with these Clippers, Luka is having fun. Last night, he was in a bag that I've never seen. Gucci bag, damn that. He, Gucci bag might ask him how to make one. I'm talking, he's doing one-foot leaner threes, a step backs with the with the dirt shot because dirt's on the sideline. And you remember, Vinny, when we were talking in Buy a Cell last week, and I said how, you know, we don't, we don't know how to make a European the face of the league. You know, they don't have that certain thing. Last night, Luca was doing that certain thing. Not just playing out of his mind, not just showing you he could score however, whenever he wanted, but he was also in the faces of the best team in the West, apparently. Cursing him out talking trash, laughing at him, so on and so forth. And the last point I'll make, Kawhi Leonard chose to come to L.A. because he wanted to take down LeBron. Kawhi Leonard chose Paul George because he said with that mate, he could put the Clippers on the map. He, first off, couldn't even get to the Lakers. And second off, this year they ran from the Lakers. That move don't look so good now, do it. This happened to the Clippers at home. Now you got to go to Dallas and they having fun? Clippers in trouble. Clippers are in trouble. I have something to add that sort of wraps up both your guys' points. And AJ, first of all, uh, to the to the Clippers fan that was at um, Kissimmee that was in Florida with us that was said that we said he might be watching the show. He's yeah. a Clippers <laughs> fan, so it's coming at you. It's coming at you if you tuned in today. But going to your point, what is the knack on Paul George? He can't hit the big shot. And he can't win in the playoffs. He's just not a clutch player. Are you ever going to see a team with Paul George on it win a championship? Heck no. You're not going to see him come anywhere close. So, Paul George, I'm sick and tired of that. And going back to Aaron's point on Ty Lue and his inability to make adjustments, I, I, I'm going to read this verbatim from Best Celebrations on Instagram. This was hilarious the other day. It's, it says, LMAO, if Ty Lue doesn't watch film and realize that Pat Beverly can't guard Luka, he's going to be coaching Jay Cole next season. <laughs> oh. <laughs> True story. True story. Yeah. True story. Do, do, AJ, do you count the Clippers out? Do you think the series is over? I do think the series is over. I think they get one. I don't think it's a sweep, but I think they get one, possibly. But yeah, I think Dallas is Dallas is having a good time right now. Dallas is having fun. And, I don't know what's with- going on with this, this <laughs> AJ video, yeah. but bro, yeah. this is so weird because I hear your voice, but I just see your face moving, and now you're frozen. Um, it all I had to keep so going fast. too. I had to keep going because I saw it too. But I was like, I'm gonna get my point out, and then I'll I'll, I'll dip out and come back and see if that works. But I, 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 I think the Clippers are one. I think the Clippers are in a must-win game three. I think if they get game yep. three, they might be able to settle down and get something back. But Ty Lue has to make his adjustments. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. But, you know, and that's uh, that's that sucks because I wanted to go now into the Knicks Hawks series. And that's uh, that's what I wanted to really talk about. We brought up the the disrespect earlier today or or last night, I should say, with the spitting and and the disrespect towards Trey Young. But this series, man, this makes you want to tune in. I feel like out of all the series, it might be like a homer pick. But like, I feel like this series is so, is it, t- is it just me or is it like, I feel like this is a very tight series. Oh no, no, it's very tight. It, it's very tight. The, the problem I have is it's two teams that have no shot to win. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, neither team has the shot to win, but it's a great series because they're two young teams that are matched up together. And I, and I, I do appreciate that. I really think this is going to be one of the most competitive series in the first round. And I have it going seven games. I told you that, but it's two teams that are not going to do anything past the first round. So I, I tend to you know, I, not pay as much attention I, to it. I was listening to Don LaGreca on ESPN New York today, and he brought up the fact that like the NBA, it, it really, it honors the best teams is what he said. It on the, the finals honors the best team. And that's who wins the championship at the end. There's not that many teams that kind of upset. It's always really that best team who wins where in like the NFL, you could have like the Eagles winning the Super Bowl or like the Los Angeles Kings winning the Stanley Cup, like those kind of upsets happen. And sometimes it doesn't always go to the best team, but in basketball, it just seems that way. And they were talking about the Knicks today and it was really unfortunate. They were saying how unfortunate it is because if the Knicks were in any other sport like football or hockey or baseball, you could consider them like having a shot to win the win, win everything. In basketball, it's what you just said, where it's like they don't have a shot. They, 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 there's no hope. There, there is no hope, and it's sad. Too deep. It is just too sad. deep. There's too much going on in the yeah. in the Eastern Conference, man. Like the top three, the top three teams just a cut above the rest. And you know, it's so hard. It's funny because that's kind of what you used to see in the West. You'd see the top three teams are really it, and then four, five, six, seven, eight. And we talked about why we had the playing tournament. They're all bunched together, and that kind of happened in the East. Uh, when normally the East was, you know, well below the West and everybody was uh, right around each other. But when it comes to this Hawks-Knicks series, this is also one of the most entertaining ones because down the stretch so far, and I really hope uh, State Farm Arena is as hype as Madison Square Garden was. I know it probably won't be because that's how they get down in New York. But this game has been really, really, this series has been really well contested. And I think you're going to keep seeing this back and forth, back and forth. I am thinking that uh, Atlanta is going to take both at home and then New York's going to get theirs when they get back. You look at last night and really the, the Hawks shot themselves in the foot. I mean, the first problem was John Collins only shot two shots, you know, and they're both from three. Look here, that right there where Trey is running into the paint and hitting that floater, John Collins should be trailing and grabbing that alley-oop, you know? And then I look at uh, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, straight sharpshooter, had a bad night. Two for 13 from the field, you know, wasn't able to do it. Trey Young was basically by himself. But here's the big deal. The only player on the Knicks that scored more than 20 points was Derrick Rose. And shout out to Tom Thibodeau for finally shutting down Alfred Payton from starting because Derrick Rose needed to be that dude anyways. He's been your dude everywhere you went. Why stop that now? Alec Burks wasn't there for you the way you needed him to be. And uh, what's his name? Dylan, you brought up Frank Nielakina the other day. We tried to have told you. We tried to have to, don't do that. He can guard. <laughs> I'm, I'm on not for one play. It was a game winner. The problem with <laughs> the problem with that thought is Dylan is to AJ's point about uh, Alfred Payton. When Alfred Payton is starting and Nurens Noel Noel is starting, it's three on five because they don't have the offensive like they don't have right. any offensive game. So you're playing three on five. Excellent defenders but you're playing three on five, which is why Derrick Rose had to be inserted there. They have to get the scoring from him and Alec Burks because those other guys just aren't able to create enough buckets, but shout out to Tom Thibodeau. He has his team buying in. This is a team that is not the most talented team. To be honest, the Knicks should not be the four seed. They shouldn't be there. They do not have the talent of a number four seed in either conference, 
But Tom Thibodeau has done an excellent job building that team and getting them to believe and then filling the veteran presence of a Derrick Rose and then a breakout of a Julius Randle. They deserve all the credit in the world. And you've seen it. They threw a party in New York City last night. Dude, like they had just buzzing. won the finals. Like they won. And they the won one playoff game. So because that <laughs> Stephen A. Smith yeah, is to blame for that, that too, bro. That like, is their what? finals, though. He gets that team to just smack the floor and play defense. That's what he gets yeah. them to do. He gets them to just buckle up. It doesn't matter about the shooting that the Hawks have. This is why it's a great series and why it's going to be so tight. Is they smack the floor to play D. That's that's what they're all about. And they're going to go out there and uh, go side to side and go the whole time with them, make sure that they can play defense. But the Hawks just have good shooting. So that's what's going to make this such a fun series. I, I can see it going seven games, but I still it, think the Knicks it, are the better so, team. So, AJ, how do you feel about this? So, like, obviously, Julius Randle has not played up to what he did during the regular season. Not that Julius Randle was, like, this phenomenal superstar of a player during the regular season, but he was an all-star. He was a very good player during the regular season. He has not played to that level in the playoffs, and the Knicks are getting their scoring and their, and winning through their depth. Do you think the Knicks could be more dangerous once Julius Randle starts to play? Or as a Hawks fan, do you fear when Julius Randle starts buzzing and the team's starting to fully gel? I'll answer both of those questions in order. Um, Julius Randle needs to get aggressive. I think he's trying to get the rest of his team going too early as if they, as if he's trying to get them prepared for the second round. You got to get there. <laughs> And you get there the same way you got to the four seed on the back of the most improved player in the league, Julius Randle. He needs to get going. I, I want you to take 10 shots in the first quarter. Like, that's what you should be doing. Getting yourself going. And then you can spread the ball. Derrick Rose is going to be there. As a Knicks fan, fear it? No, because we've seen these teams fight together so well. And also, I do believe that if Julius Randle gets going like that, you'll see Clint Capella step his game up. You'll see John Collins step his game up. But I believe if Julius Randle isn't the one doing anything like that, uh, you know, uh, Nate McMillan isn't resting those guys, so to speak, but he has their focus a little where else. They're in, they're in Julius Randle's mind right now, and that allows you to play kind of five-on-four defense. You know, you're, you're focused on a guy like Derrick Rose, what he can do coming into the paint for his floater life. You're focused on Reggie Bullock, who's been shooting quite well. So I and RJ Barrett, your quote unquote star. <laughs> you know, so thought, RJ Barrett's been more of a disappointment to me than Julius Randle. Julius Randle yeah. has not shot the ball well, but he is still making a huge impact on that game. Yeah. Like he's still rebounding the ball well. He's still finding his teammates. RJ Barrett is the one that they need because he's just a pure scorer. That's all he is in the game of basketball. That's what his career is going to be built on. It, he has got to put the ball in the bucket. This yes. might be a this might be a stupid question, but Derek Rose plays the same position as as RJ Barrett, right? No, no. Derek Rose is a point guard. RJ Barrett's a shooting guard. Ah, okay, so, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got but it, got let's it. let's be honest. The Knicks, if they win this series, they're going to win because of coaching and defense. The Hawks are the more talented team. The Hawks should win the series, even though they're the lower seed and they are on the road. The Hawks are the better team. They have way more talent, in my opinion, than the Knicks have. When you got a lineup of Capella and um. What's the other big John guys? Collins. John Collins and Trey Young and yeah. Bogdanovich. Like that, that in its yeah. DeAndre Hunter. It's, DeAndre it's Hunter, deep. who we haven't even deep. talked about, who's a two-year guy that right. can actually be a walking bucket of his own. The, that team is a better roster, but the Knicks are just playing with a grit and a 48 minutes. We're going to give you everything we got mentality, yep. which is what makes this series so interesting. It really is. It, 
it, I, I'm ex- I'm excited for seven games. Seven games is going to come down to the wire. I think what AJ and I discussed the other day. Games. Maybe <laughs> maybe we do a watch along for one of these Knicks Hawks games. One of these one of these days. But once I should say two series that probably have no shot in hell of going seven games. It's the Knicks. It's the Nets Celtics, <laughs> and it's the Seventy Sixers and the Wizards. Those two series, I feel like, don't have shots in hell of going seven games. I'm going to kind of lump those two together here. Is it, What are we seeing? I, I, like, this is where the good teams are just being better than the bad. The, not bad teams, but just it's just not close. I'll give you a storyline. I'll give you a storyline. Kyrie goes back to Boston. That that's what I'm excited about. He goes back to Boston, left with a sour taste in his mouth. And I listened to Jason Terry on NBA TV earlier, and he said that everybody, everybody that uh, plays for the Celtics is beloved in the city. You could, you could, you could be. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a bad player. You could be Brian Scalabrini, and you'd still be loved in the city. You could, you could still be loved in the city. Was that Von wow. Wafers? Another one. You could like, you could wow. still be loved regardless. <laughs> so you could still you could still um, be loved in the city, but the di- the different here difference here is that Kyrie Irving left with a bad taste in his mouth. He's gonna start feeling the pressure a little bit. I think Boston could potentially steal Game One because he's gonna be in his own head for that Game Three. The the thing with the Nets is they will win with or without Kyrie. Um, to be honest, Kyrie is the number three option on this team. James Harden is the orchestrator. But I, we, we, I said it all year when Kevin Durant's on the court, Kevin Durant is the Ooh. best player and arguably right now he's the best player on the planet. Cause LeBron has even, even though he's still capable of doing what he's doing, he's taken kind of a backseat to what Anthony Davis is doing. And you see the way Anthony Davis goes, that's how the Lakers kind of go. Kevin Durant and James Harden together. There there's mm. going to be not many teams that are touching that Kyrie Irvin going back to Boston is a storyline. Kyrie Irvin is a killer though. Let's be honest. This dude does not care if the Boston fans boo him. This man's walking through the building with Sage and praying before the game, and he is going to go in there. He'll probably have himself a day, and I bet you this. Watch James Harden and Kevin Durant try to get him involved early. Watch him take about 10 or 12 shots in the first quarter, have about 18 to 20 points just to prove a point because he said he wasn't going to leave, and he ended up leaving. So this series is over. AJ, with the the 76ers and the Wizards – I don't know if this is a, this could be a moment, not a momentum thing, but any type of kind of push for the wizards see the, with the popcorn being thrown on Russell Westbrook. Do you think that there's any type of like, you know what? F the Sixers, F the city of Philadelphia. We're going to try and win this for Russ. And is, is that a thing? <laughs> it, it- that is that, that was actually <laughs> I haven't even checked to see if Russ is going to be out. Right. He's so, got to hurt. He's hurt yeah, still. Yeah. Cause if Russ ain't playing, Go home. Just leave. Don't even show <laughs> just up. Just don't even show up. Because what happened if Russ isn't there, poor Bradley Bill, who it gets to add two more 40-point losses on his record. Oh. And, and that's not that's that's the worst thing that could happen for him. I'm sorry to hear it. But I mean, the worst part about it for me is we don't even get the story. It's a grown oh. man. It's a grown man. Yo, this is a grown man. I watched these highlights and I told AJ while I was clipping him, I was like, dude, dude, Ben Simmons is just disrespectful. He's <sighs> just look at this. Look at this. Ooh. He's just hanging on like he ben is just Simmons so is the most disappointing dis- player in the NBA. And you want to know why? Because he's great. He can't because shoot. he's great. But if he wanted to be LeBron James, he could be. That's how yep. that's how great he actually is from a talent perspective. 
But because he doesn't want to shoot, because he doesn't want to get better at that, he doesn't want to shoot in the games, it's always going to hold him back from taking that next step of being considered one of the most elite in the NBA. And it, it's, a, it's a shame to me. Not so, not this round, but the Sixers are on trap watch, man, though. Like, because look how easy they're going to feel like they can take this round, and that's how you get trapped, you know? If it's me, you remember the uh, – uh, Aaron, you remember the third time – the Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James, were going up against the Golden State Warriors, and they were playing Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals, and it was the last game. They were about to beat them. And in that third quarter, even though the game was over, they erupted for like 35 points in that quarter. Yep. And it wasn't about making them look bad. There was a bigger goal on hand. You know, they were getting ready to play the Warriors, who are the best team in the, in the NBA for the past five years. The 76ers, after right now, they should be approaching every game like that because the juggernauts they're going to be up against coming up, they could they can send Joel Embiid back in that tunnel, teary eyed and, and sad. Like if they don't, if I I want them to smash the Wizards for the game three and four, they like, it to. shouldn't even be a question. Yeah, you you need to prepare for the next round. They're the team that should be looking ahead. Even if you lose one game by doing that, it's worth it because you're not losing the series. So, so let's look ahead into the tonight's games with the Lakers and Suns and the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. Aaron, what do you kind of, with these two matchups? What are you looking forward to most? Um, starting with the Lakers Suns, I think it's simple, man. I think I'm looking for Chris Paul. Is he going to be healthy enough to play, or is he not? The series changes with Chris Paul on the floor versus if he's not. <clears throat> we saw Chris Paul exit Game Two or not be healthy enough in game two. And we saw the impact it had. You can see he still was kind of laboring his shoulder. And and don't get me wrong, Cameron Payne came in and played amazing. Yeah. But down the stretch, when you need guys that you saw, they couldn't get shots. Chris Paul is that creator. He knows how to find his guys. And they struggled down the stretch because Cameron Payne couldn't facilitate the offense. So I'm looking at Chris Paul there. And then Anthony Davis to continue his aggressiveness. Last game, he got to the free throw line. And he said, I am not doing what, what I did in game one. If he's aggressive, there's nobody that can really stop him. DeAndre Ayton is still young, and he still doesn't have that playoff kind of experience to hang with an Anthony Davis when he's on his game. Anthony Davis is key for the Lakers. What are you, la what are you shaking that was your head amazing. That was, that was amazing because you – because I'm a terrible person, I made that highlight, and I put – LeBron and AD first and the Lakers first. And you ended up talking about that, but it was after you talked about Chris Paul and, and the Suns, And after I did LeBron and AD, I did Chris Paul. And I was like, Oh my God, if I would have just flipped that, it would have well, worked so perfectly with what you were just saying. But or if you would have just told like, me pre-show, like, Hey, when we talk about the Lakers, <laughs> talk about the Suns first. I would have, I would have, if you didn't get in at eight 20 and then have to leave at eight 29. And when oh, I was trying to ask you what you wanted to talk man, about, pull every curtain when, back. when <laughs> I came in, we, the rundown was only in your eyes. Nobody else had seen it. That is true. Just that is you. fair. <laughs> I was, sorry, I was so proud With of that zero rundown. Minute duration per <laughs> I was I was so proud of that rundown. AJ, what are you looking forward to most though when you look at these two matchups? Devin Booker, are are you gonna be enough? I mean, listen, oh. I know Chris Paul can facilitate the offense, but what what was happening before you got here? You 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 won eight games in the bubble last season without Chris Paul. It's not like you don't know this team, you don't know the system, you don't know the players, and you're a bona fide star. You know, me and Aaron hold him in very high regard. I'm sure uh, I'm sure you do, Vinny. You do, Dylan, as well. Vinny uh, doesn't so I'm know who he for, is. I'm looking, 
Oh, that's fact. He did. He who? did miss David Booker. Yeah. Yeah. Just who? think Poor back guy. the catchphrase. He didn't even know who but the Suns are. On top of that, uh, I've also been very impressed with DeAndre Ayton. I mean, granted, like he's up against AD, and even if he's not like putting AD in a in a corner, because you're not going to do that with Anthony Davis, he's been holding his own. I mean, that first game was very impressive, and they were really hyped in that first game. But the second game, he held his own as well. You know, 22 points. Uh, what was it? I think he had 10 rebounds. So you're bringing the double-double in. He's he's working down low. He's doing everything he can. He's still a young player. If Chris Paul can come in and be 30 more percent healthy, like, you know, 60, 70 percent total, get his shot up, that mid-range, all he needs is that mid-range. He don't need to have the strength to shoot from three. He doesn't need to have the floater. If he can get to his spot in the mid-range and have enough strength to put that shot up, that's almost enough. So I, I think I think they have as good a chance as anyone. I still think this may be – I think I said Lakers in five when we did the premiere or did the live show. Yeah, I actually have to stick with that. So <laughs> I, got, I got him in six. I got him in six. Sons in seven, baby. Sons in seven. Also, uh, I'll, I'll say this one thing for the Lakers, too. And I'm sorry. I just thought about it, though. Because you brought up about – you know, we talked about you and LeBron and his mentality is not hype, and I told you he's a killer, and he's really puts on for his team. You want to talk about a leader? Can Tavis Caldwell Pope. One of their favorite shooters went 0 for 4 in last night's game. And in the fourth quarter, when it mattered the most, LeBron's talking to him and said, when I get you the ball, I want you to shoot. I don't care that you're 0 for 4. Do what you do every single game. I want you to shoot. He's not letting him get out of that mind. He wants to keep that stroke going because he knows in game three and game four, it'll be there. Well, he didn't have it in game two. They need Guess him. what? The rest they need of us him. did. We need you to be ready to shoot. Someone needs to tell yeah. Julius Randle that. Well, the thing the thing with LeBron is he set like that play that he was re- that AJ's referring to. He set it up to where when he made a certain move, Kentavious Caldwell Pope was right there for the open shot, and he ended up passing it to Dennis Schroeder, who took like a step back three, and LeBron went. And then they called a timeout when LeBron went straight over to him and said, "I gave you the damn ball, you shoot it." And again, it's not, it doesn't matter if you're 0 for 4, 0 for 5. You're on the court for a reason. And he knows, LeBron knows, those guys, Caruso, um, what's Kuzma, and, and Contavious Caldwell Pope have to make shots. They have to be able to defend and knock down threes in order for them to go and actually win a title, just like they did last year. LeBron made that man look like he was about to cry, bro. <laughs> he did. He really did. They actually, they, they showed, a, they're showing a really good, hold on, I'll pull it back up here. That's like a leader. A- hey, that's a leader. That's what that's honestly as a role player, though, for Contavious Caldwell Pope to have the best player in the NBA walk up to you and say, shoot the damn ball. Like, yeah, that should be reassuring and encouraging. Yeah. He, LeBron is hey. talking to his soul. <laughs> Deep. Deep. That's a heart that's to that, heart. That's that Anthony Joshua knockout where your soul leaves your body. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that is talking. And this ain't the, the first time KCP has had zero points in a playoff right. game with LeBron James. So he's been here. He, he knows. knows. And he, he knows. still came up really big in the finals against the Heat. Yeah. He so he, just, so, he had to get, keep him remembering, you got this. You can do this. Yeah. Just keep shooting the ball. Just keep shooting the ball. So what about what about the what about the Nuggets and the uh, the Trailblazers here? Tied one <laughs> one heading into tonight's game. The late the late late game tonight. Aaron, what do you uh? What? It, yeah, it, it, yeah, Dylan, Dylan holding up his uh, his wrist saying it's Dame time. Um, <laughs> as much as I love Damian Lillard and I love what the Portland Trailblazers are about, it's Yusuf Nurkic has Oof, to do a better it. job, and he's not really a defensive guy like that, but he has to do a better job on Nikola Jokic. Jokic is such a playmaker. This guy, I'm gonna be real honest. When I first saw Nikola Jokic play basketball, I was like, who is this sloppy? Big old guy <laughs> doing, making these moves. 
that man is an elite. And I'm talking, he's a he's getting up there into my top five basketball players in the NBA. Like he's mm-hmm. that good. He's an amazing passer, and he's just a playmaker. They have to do better on him. They either have to keep him from scoring and make him a facilitator, or they have to stop him from facilitating and make him just a pure score. You can't do both. You can't let him basically run the entire offense through him and get whatever he wants. He's getting easy passes. He's getting easy dunks, getting easy layups. Um, Nurkic has to do a better job because Damian Lillard is going to do Damian Lillard. He's going to be there. Can McCollum and Carmelo, you know, help him out on the scoring side and then can Nurkic at least slow down, slow down Nikolai Jokic to, to just a little bit, just a little bit to help um, help Damian Lillard and and the Blazers out. But I I have the Nuggets winning this one in six. I think they're the better team. Um, I think they have right now the best player, the MVP, and that's Jokic. I think I think the focus needs to be on his facilitating. You know, if he can't get the ball out to these guys, to Michael Porter Jr. in the corner, uh, lob it up to Aaron uh, Aaron Gordon. If he can't do that, it slows him down. The the Trailblazers held him to one assist in game one, and they beat him by like 19. You look at what he did in the second game. He only had five, but he also had 38 points, and nobody else really showed up on the Trailblazers, and they lost the game by about, uh, I think it was 11, actually. This is actually the equality of your Atlanta Hawks, New York Knicks in in the Western Conference. This is one of the most even matched games that you'll see in the Western Conference, and I do think it's going to go back and forth and back and forth. Damian Lillard needs Carmelo Anthony. When we were on when we were on the trip, I said to Aaron, and this is going to sound weird, but I think Yusuf Nurkic is the X factor. I don't believe him anymore. He's showing me that he's not going to be able to do anything with Nikola Jokic. I don't know if you want if if Stotts wants to go ahead and start getting a nice rotation like a goaltender in hockey and take Anis Cancer a little bit and then also Yusuf Nurkic a little bit, but you can see Jokic is is messing with Nurkic because he's fouling out in the third quarter of game 2. Yeah. You are supposed to be that dude. He was a he was the guy that everybody was saying is a difference maker last season while they the Portland Trailblazers weren't so good. He was a difference maker when they went down this season and they were sliding. He comes back and nothing has really changed. I mean, they're a little better, but it's not and, night and, and, and day Nurkic is everyone expected. And, I mean, Jokic is not even a fit. I mean, he's not physical. Like he's not gonna just yeah. body you down. Like I don't understand why he's fouling at all. Like I don't. I, I'm lost there, and I, I actually agree with you on that point. That's a really good point. Cantor is a better scorer. They might look to yeah. go get him more minutes. Um, kind of offset that, but they definitely need to do something. Um, in that in that that area, as far as as far as dealing with Nikolai Jokic, I concur. Nurkic, uh, Nurkic doesn't know what he's doing because he's finally healthy for the first time <laughs> in his life. It's been a while since he's been on the floor. He's still well, trying to learn how to play basketball. I do love all these names, though. Jokic, Jokic. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. tell which one we're talking about. I, I tripped up a couple times Nurkic too. just had moments. Hey, Nurkic, Nurkic, Nurkic has yeah, had Nurkic his moments. And there have been times nugget. where in the playoffs, I want to say it was a La- the Lakers series where, or one of those series where he was like playing at an elite level. And everybody's like, if they get that Nurkic, Portland's going to be a tough team to beat. That might have been think, the year I they went to the, last in the play-in tournament. Yeah, it, it might have been. It might have been. And and then all of a sudden, like he just disappears and he's fouling out. And I think that's the that's what Portland needs to figure out. They need to figure out um, how to get him right. Whoa, <laughs> AJ! AJ looks Whoa. like he's on path forward. Rewind. AJ oh, just had the hottest take of his life. AJ said, "Like AJ this, is right? having such a hot take right now." He goes now. like this: oh my "I God. am a, I am a Hawks fan." 
for life. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's, in a, Bruce, he looks like he's this, a Bruce this, Lee movie. This, <laughs> this <laughs> was Look many last night. Now it's me. I'm still mad. Yeah, bro, I'm hot. I'm hot. <laughs> Oh man, he's so stuck. Crazy. Look at him. He's just yeah. stuck. He is very stuck. <laughs> he is very stuck. And there he goes. And there we go. As we round out the show, guys, we appreciate you guys <laughs> tuning in for another episode of the rough cut sports cast. AJ is going to slide in here one last time <laughs> and put himself where he belongs. And AJ, I'm hitting you quick on this one. I'm hitting you. Well, I might not hit you quick because we have so many damn videos loaded up in this damn thing. It's Okay. Find us at the rough cut underscore sports. Oh. Whoa, 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 Dylan, take enthusiasm. over. Dylan, take over. Dylan, take I'm over. Energy. You want energy? Follow oh, us on Twitter at rough cut underscore sports. On Facebook, rough cut sports. The Instagram page is the rough cut sports cast. Make sure you head over there. Give a follow. Give a like. Do all that fun stuff. And once this pops up, I'm going to tell you to leave Barely. a like. Share. And subscribe. Make sure you click it. You can turn on that notification too. And make everybody? sure you tell everybody. Everybody. We're brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles. I know that's Vinny Line, but I just <laughs> proceed. No, continue it. Continue it. You've heard my dumb ass say it enough. Go ahead. <laughs> it's brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles and also our fantastic sponsor of Belly Up Sports Network and also Yeti. <laughs> and also, and also yeah, I like it. I like it. Father's Day sale. <laughs> hey, Father's Day sale is here. You get your free I monogram can't wait when you until, purchase a cup. Uh, diamond talk. <laughs> crustaceans. Oh. What about crustaceans? Nah, the crustaceans are gone, man. Yeah, no more crustaceans. That Mother's Day <laughs> sale is uh is over. We're gonna make a new a new <laughs> promo video for Yeti here. But realistically, we need a promo video yes, for these bad boys here. These beautiful rough cut shirts, which you can get in any color you want here. That's what we've announced on the show. You can get it whatever color you want. Purchase yours now on the link on our page. The Rough Cut Sportscast t-shirt. Support the show. I think I think Aaron said it the best though. You buy this shirt. And buy it now before because before we blow up because it's it's coming and you are gonna want to be there to say I was on I was on this show before anyone else was on this show because we're gonna get big and you're gonna you're, right hey they're cheap yeah. now we might be starting to sell them like they true religion right? shirts Got or something it. it might be a it might be a hundred dollar t shirt hey, soon what are yeah, we big baller good. brand yes yes actually <laughs> yes. Hey, we're better than the there BBB. It there it is. And I and man, hey, that man had what was it, $182,000 the first day Lonzo shoes came out. Yeah, we could be big baller brand. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Toronto just tied it up by the way. They were down what 3 nothing and now they tied it up and now it's an overtime. So, uh no final countdown tonight because I'm a selfish piece of crap but tomorrow though we've got a hot fun and games friday coming up we are back Woo! to the war Peter room we're, jelly. yes honestly we can talk about that here i actually told chris if he's watching right now i told chris about how we're doing the best duos and he actually said he wants something like that without even me bringing no. up no without no. me even bringing up that no. was my idea he did, cookies no, and milk he he mentioned he mentioned like a pop culture duos like batman and robin type stuff well we could do okay. that another day no no no! like that's your flex hey, pick hey they were in that's sports. your flex pick you know how athletic you gotta be to drop a uh, man i have my draft a, a i did all my draft prep already and now you're gonna throw this on this guy's doing draft oh, prep yes you don't even do show prep what do you mean Excuse draft me? prep? i'm I, 
I do draft, show prep for one show, for your and one that's vote. the hockey show, so I don't look like an idiot. Okay? And you come and you come out hot for it. You it, it shows. Thanks. It that shows. handle's so hot right now. <laughs> it shows. Well, you know what? I see. I see that your wife has a good topic for for, for the final countdown. Let's give the audio people a little taste. A little taste of that final countdown Ooh. action. We're gonna take this question right. here. And and if and if obviously the wives have a, a thing here, they want final countdown. Let's let's do a little teaser here. If you're listening on the audio platform right now, we, we appreciate it, of course. But the thing that you get when you watch the shows, you get final countdown action where you can join in on the conversation and let us know what you want to talk about. Uh, Jessica, if you have a co- if you have a topic, you, you might as well drop it because this is the final countdown time. Free the, the, edition. Fact, the fact that she said she has a good topic. Yeah, is scaring me because it's uh, it's probably well, we'll see. Hey, Beth was like, oh, they yeah, are they, doing final yeah, countdown. Yeah. Listen to that audio. Someone thought we weren't doing final countdown. They left. Found out we were doing final countdown. They're back. Milwaukee's this up is where 20. You want to be. You want to watch Milwaukee's up 20. That's a blowout. Yeah, and uh, Drew Holiday has just Jesus. has a simple 17 and 11 um, while holding Harold Goran Dragic to three for 12 shooting. Just saying. Dragic, Yurkic, no, Jokic, Nurkic. Bogdanovich, Milakina. Two Bogdanovich. Giannis only yeah. has 11. Anyone points. With any, hey, hey. Let me tell you. And Amar Yanovich. I, I, I'm, I'm telling shoot. you right now. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. Brooklyn, and I think Milwaukee wants to get this series done early, just like Brooklyn, because they they don't want to have them having any yep. more rest. Get that rest. That's gonna be that's gonna be a dogfight. I want I want to bring up this comment here that Beth just said. She says, "I didn't think you were doing final countdown, but I'm not here for basketball talk." Well, because it's the final countdown, it can be about anything. So if you're listening us the topic, on the podcasting Beth. platform. Yeah, it, it could be any topic you want. If you want to talk about how the Icemen are battling for a playoff spot right now, you can because oh they are. Gosh. Because they are. It's a hot dog, a sandwich. Ooh, we're not We've getting into that one again. That. We are, yeah, we are not. Hey, so uh, did you guys get any interesting color requests for your shirts from your peoples? I did not. I, I heard somebody in the chat. I did see yours. Black. I, I saw, I saw yeah, someone on your thing, AJ. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I saw the color. Yeah, yeah, someone, someone what? said red, but I said, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So right, I, I think I should take this one because I'm probably the only one here that watches bare knuckle. Yep. Maybe AJ. I haven't got there yet. Uh, so bare knuckle boxing. I don't know if you know Paige Van Zant, who used to be in UFC and MMA. She's in all that, and Rachel Ostovich, who also used to be in the MMA, have kind of switched over. They've transitioned into bare knuckle boxing. If you have not watched this bare knuckle fighting. It is outrageous. Like you, it's intense. You want to talk about knockouts and just dudes getting laid out and females getting laid. Out. It's it's a very very intense thing, but I'm here for it. I love it. Um, I'm not a fan of Miss Paige Van Zant going over. She was a wrestler um, who is trying to be more of a striker now, and she 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 had her first fight and she lost. Um, she put up a good fight, but she lost. Rachel Ostovich is interesting. I actually think she could be pretty good over there. Um, so I am actually interested in watching this. Um, and yes, babe, we're watching. I've seen some clips and I've seen some people just get split open immediately. Like <laughs> it, it yes. blows my mind that doctors say this is actually safer than like wearing the gloves and stuff. Like, I, I, I don't understand that part. Cause he's, you, you want, you want to know why is because 
Well, they added oh, this with Premiere Pro. Look at that the, shit. The the thing with the gloves is you actually take <laughs> more punishment. The fights last longer. You're taking more mm. hits. These fights are over so quick. Like it's like you're busted up because it's like one hit or quitters all the time. So you're actually your Dang. body is not taking as many hits, but they look more brutal, right? Oh. They look a lot more brutal. There are some guys in here that just get just destroyed, play. absolutely destroyed. <laughs> it, it's and and um it's it's just fun. It's honestly there. It's entertaining. They they put on a good show. I think it's you know starting to take off a little bit. Um, it's probably never going to be to the level of a UFC, but it is actually oh, very very entertaining. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, look at that. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, tagged them. Hey. So the part of and the, again the thing is is you're not pounding on their head when they're on the ground, yeah. right? Like oh, when they're down, they're down. So you knock somebody down. It's not like you're going and give them six, seven, eight more punches to the head. Um, which which changes a changes the thing a little bit. So you got to have a chin. You definitely have to have a chin. Nice. Wait, does this dude have no excuses tattooed on his chest and it's backwards? <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> Look at that. No there he goes. Yeah. It's backwards. That's hilarious. What? This dude's a weirdo. I would never talk shit to that guy because he would beat the living crap out of me. But buddy, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, see, Beth is for it. I'm I'm with watch that. this. Watch this. Watch this. Premiere Pro. There it is. That Premiere Pro transition. <laughs> that Premiere. That's exactly where it oh, came yeah. from. It is. All this is Premiere Pro. Exactly. Beth, I will. Um, I will get with you and, and show show you where these fights are are located. And uh, they're they're a lot of fun. They're very entertaining. Ooh. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so so those of you that haven't seen it, it's highly recommended. Um, some good some good stuff. The Paige Van Zandt. Oh wait, what? She oh, yeah. knocks. She, she <laughs> no, I think th I think this was the way something. in, right? She said it says that she put her in a chokehold. So yeah, so so Hart yeah. was uh <laughs> like she was she would really really wanted Paige Van Zant in this fight. Paige Van Zant held her own, but Hart was too much for her. She didn't like that she's coming over here and all of a sudden trying to make a name for herself in her sport. Oh my. This is aggressive. Yeah, it's a lot happening. But see, Paige, Paige Van Zandt, I, I don't like her. Oh. She's a little cute. She's a little cutie pie. I'm sitting here like, I don't, I don't want know her face. I, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want her face to get all messed up. But, Oof. you know. Oh, there was no chokehold in this. Oh. I thought there was a chokehold. Are you on YouTube? Oh, they got you yeah. to click. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Womp, womp. Damn right. Damn Skippy. That's the caption. Caption got you. Mm. Yeah, that also. Beth. Oh, I missed it. There it is. Hockey does have bare knuckle fighting, but not like to the, this is, that's some scary shit, man. Well, same thing. Oh. Once you go to the ground, you can't do nothing. Who brought this comment up? Beth. Dylan. Ooh. Dylan. Dylan's hungry. <laughs> you know Dylan's hungry. Dylan's your perfect sandwich, man. Dylan, what you working with? Oh. Mayonnaise has to be involved. Um, what? Oh my God. Go Ameri American what? cheese. Oh my <laughs> gosh. What? <laughs> Tom Tom, are you done? Tom, Tom, are you done? Are you are you done having kids no more? My, my oh man, my, so my man just had two babies like recently. Not it's not, game over. He's he must be done. He's like, no, 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 two kids. I'm out. I'm done. I can't. Do, I'm, not, I'm not doing this. Smart move. Smart move. But I don't know. <laughs> he like said very, I'm very freezing. He said I'm freezing some of my juice for patience. <laughs> <laughs> hey, touche, uh, brother. Touche, touche. Love uh, it. Love uh, it. Sorry, you Dylan. Proceed with your. You want to talk about a sandwich right now, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could say a sandwich, but it's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> I can't be like the Mukes family with a basketball roster. If you're listening in the chat, if, if you're listening on the audio platform, you are. This is the place to be watching it live, and then you can go back and listen to it on podcasting platforms. But this is the place to be, Dylan. Build that perfect sandwich, buddy. She asked the brand of mayo. I'm gonna go Hellman's. Oh, yeah. There's Hellman's. There's mayo. no other choice. You can't go wrong with that. Then you're going to put American cheese Boo. on it. Ooh. Then you're going to put it. Boo this man. Oh, come on. You have a, you no. have a, you have a plethora American of cheese. American cheese? The stuff in the wrapper? Yeah. Wait, with the, are you with pulling ham. out of the wrapper? Then you got ham. You got ham. You got lettuce. You got pickles. And I think that's where I'm going to go. Man, let me what? help you out, bro. Check this out. Oh, my. Hey, let me check this out. Let me make all y'all hungry. All right. So the way you do this, first off, you, to- you, you, toast, your, you toast your bread. You toast your bread. When you come out, you get your uh, Hellman's mayo is great. If you haven't tried Duke's mayo, also really, really good. Then here's the trick. Some pepper, some garlic powder, and some uh, either Italian seasoning or oregano on the bread. Oh. And you got lettuce, you got pickles. Then you got bacon. Then you got turkey. Then you got mustard. Then you got Swiss cheese. Then you got ham. Then you got mustard. Then you have cheddar cheese. And then you close that sandwich up, cut that bad boy in a triangle, and you go. Can it close? Well, di- diamond, can it diamond. close? <laughs> okay. Oh, it can close. First of all, club. first of all, the Let fact them. that nobody has said pepper jack cheese is a straight. Oh yeah, pepper jack cheese is the, is the number one. It's a straight disgrace. Yeah, right. I, like I like pepper sandwich. jack cheese. I do my like AJ seasoning. No, I do like AJ seasoning the bread, but it takes too much like time that. when I'm in a rush. But I like that. And I'm a big pastrami guy. If you're not having pastrami mm-hmm. on your burger. Mm, delicious. I also do I like always have a strong in my house. Black Forest ham, amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know some of that. Yeah. The pepper yep. jack cheese. And none of you guys said tomato. Uh, I'm not a to- I, no, I can only eat diced tomatoes. Tomato I don't guy. like sliced tomatoes. It's oh man, lettuce diced tomato, tomatoes pickle. like on a taco and a wrap. About it. I've got a weird thing. I got, I got a weird thing. There's two things that I like individually, but I do not like on a sandwich or like on anything else. One of them is not a popular take. I don't I don't like tomatoes on my sandwiches and stuff, but I love tomatoes like eating them straight. And I don't like bacon on my sandwiches or anything. Yeah, me I, I will I don't I, don't I will like I will take it off and I'll eat it individually. It. I, I will order it with it, but I will take it off and eat it individually. I do Yo, not like bacon on my sandwich. Beth is amazing. Beth, Beth I'm with that Miracle Whip too, Beth. Miracle Whip is fire, bro. Best, that shit is so fire. Best sandwich. If you go to if you go to Jersey Mike's, Ooh, get the club love sub. Jersey Mike's. That's good. Love Ooh. Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's so club good. sub. That is that's Tom, a can I just, sandwich. I, I went over the top on how much I like Jersey Mike's because I actually thought you said Larry's Giant Subs, but I do like Jersey Mike's. But if you find a Larry's <laughs> Giant Subs, fantastic, fantastic. I, Subway's I trash. would li- I would list Firehouse as my number one. I think Firehouse would be my number one. Oh, yeah. Firehouse would be my number one. I gave them three opportunities, three really? different locations. They screwed it up every time. Wow. I, they're good. Wow. It, it, it's they been a long time. It's been a long Mike's. time. I might give them one more is, go. Is but this a real it, question? It's not even every day of the week. I don't know if I'd say not even close. Not even close. All Will Ferrell does is I yell. I don't want to disrespect what is she doing? I never know what she's doing. <laughs> what is she doing? Will, Will Ferrell is funny, though. Adam Will Sandler is, is yeah. legendary. There's too yeah. many Adam Sandler movies that are just classics, and there's too many yeah. Will Ferrell movies that are not classics. Right. That's right. that's the best way to put it. Because, I mean, I love Will Ferrell. I, I didn't like the disrespect towards him, but I get it. 
And it, it makes sense. Right. It, it does. It does make sense. Favorite Adam Sandler movie. Oh man. That's, it's impossible. It's impossible. I won't answer. Give me three. Can I give you 10? Yeah, right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All I of think, them. Can I actually like, pull up the list of every movie? I, it's just so hard, man. There's so many good yeah. movies. Um, I'm I'm from like so before Dylan was born, type of yeah, stuff. So right. I remember Adam Sandler from way, way, way back. Like Saturday Night Live days. Saturday Night Live days. Oh, yeah. But I loved him in Billy Madison. I loved him in Happy oh, yeah. Gilmore. Yeah. I loved him in back uh, to just school. Little school, Nicky, Big back Daddy, to school. Big, yeah, just, I'll give you. Me. I'll give you one that's. Um, that's sort of newer. 2014. Wow. Have you ever seen Blended? Blended is when he was when hilarious. He went to, yes, I love Blended. That's one of my favorite ones. He goes to Hooters on the Dude. first date. He names his kid ESPN. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. No, he names his kid Espen. Espen. Yeah. Yeah. Espen. Yeah. But it's ESPN. I mean, even, the, even the rom-com stuff he did with Drew Barrymore, 50 First Dates, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like those are just classic movies. He did the just um, go with it. Yeah, the just go with it. Just all funny. Uh just Adam Sandler is this is how you know Adam Sandler's a legend. I'm 36 year old, 36 years old almost, and I love him. My son is 15 and he loves him. Like yeah. he he's yeah. swears by Adam Sandler as like being the greatest actor of all of all time and stuff. So yeah, um, he's touched a number of generations, and I think that's different. About it. He's good in uh both grown-ups. Grown-ups oh, hey, too, man. he was good in, but okay, I don't man. I didn't like grown-ups too because it had it had a different storyline that was hard to follow. Montreal just oh, scored in overtime oh, to win. So oh, not only did Montreal just score, it not only nasty. did Montreal just Caulfield? score in overtime, but just Cole Caulfield up. just forced the greatest turnover and yeah. had the best give and go with Nick Suzuki. Uh-huh. You talk about t- tomorrow. We didn't tell anybody this tomorrow. We're drafting the best duos in sports. I'm probably not going to draft this them, but in, 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 in not years, even say it. In 10 years, Cole Caulfield and Nick, Nick Suzuki might be a top duo that you have to pick because the, the, those kids are studs, and what Cole Caulfield just did, incredible. Sorry, big Cole Caulfield fan. Vinny loves Vinny loves I was, Cole Caulfield. I was insulted on our TikTok for saying Cole Caulfield is going to be a stud. Someone came at me saying that I was a clown for saying Cole Caulfield was going to be a stud. No, well, you're a clown for what, other buddy? reasons. Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> a clown for many Caulfield other reasons, but that's not one of them. I don't think Caulfield's going to be as good as Turcotte. Stop it. Stop it. I'm serious. Yeah, you can be you can be serious somewhere else because that's not a thing. Hey, can can we just Alex for can we just say the best debates on this show are when Vinny and Dylan talk hockey because they never agree. Never, never ever they agree. have never, never agreed agree. on one hockey take. It's so funny. I love it. Corey Crawford. By the way, league. the shirt link has just been posted there into our chat. Um, one of the lovely wives, Vinny's wife, Alicia, has just posted the link. So be sure to check us out. Order those rough cut shirts again. If you want a color, let us know. We the wonderful Alicia will make it happen. Um, a lot of good things coming. So get yours now before we blow it up. Alicia, Alicia, what it take to get some hats and some hoodies too? Though I mean, I don't know. I, not right, Ooh. right now. You know, you know. But in the like, future, it's coming. Can, can, we, can we work that? Because when we were at, we were at a when when winter comes, when we, we get hoodies. Well, that sucks because winter she, was coming for nine dude, years. She had, I, she had an idea today that she dropped on me, and it, it's a funny idea. She was like, she's like, you need to have the shirts, and then below it, it should have you guys' signatures on it. And I was like, oh, that oh. sounds familiar. Oh, wait, what? What? <laughs> 
What? You yelled at me when I was like, oh, like, yeah. you said get, the like, tags, all of our shirts, get one of our individual shirts after the socials, and we have yeah, our, and you wanted our, our individual socials, you dumb son of a bitch. Whoa, no, I'm with Whoa. the nicknames on the back. Whoa. I was with that. Yeah, it's, I mean, this this was just a signature. There's multiple ways to make a sandwich, Vinny. A signature, you, uh, individual to, Twitter link. Uh, no, a nickname. that's the thing. There's, that's there's the thing. You're trying to plug it. your own stuff here. That's the oh it's God, it's bro. it's trying to plug your own stuff. We are a team. We when, are a since group when is here. A signature Aaron, not your own. Where is a signature not your own? Well, that's what, but it's just a signature. It's just a signature. You're you're you you putting your handle on the back of a shirt is is question. trying to get people to support to your Facebook own personal recently? thing. Have you been to my uh, Facebook page recently? All it is is what does my stuff. Facebook page look like? <laughs> all it is. So you think if someone goes to my Twitter page, you're gonna just see me? No, it's all I, rough cut stuff. That's true. I don't post a single thing anymore. But shout Ooh. out to Aaron, by the way. This guy is turning mm-hmm. down big time job opportunities just for this show. That's what. That's the commitment oh, and dedication. What? True. True story. True story. That is a true story. I'm turning down jobs so I can do this, and then hey, it's all worth it. I love it. So please make it worth it, man. Go buy some shirts. Share the show. You know, like this. This man. Could, I gotta feed he, my he kids. One dream on He's the got side. Kids. He's he got put kids. one dream on the side to do this dream. Make this man's dreams come true, and by <laughs> proxy, all of our dreams come true. Oh. Oh, does this count as a flat brim hat? Yeah, it's a little bendy, but mine's flat. You tripping, bro? I saw a dude on TikTok that gets on man. Hold on, he he buys. He took off. He took off his his uh. He t- he took off his his his. Oh, I don't got the joke. I'm backing out. I was gonna do the same thing, but my other hat next to me. Flat brim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I only wear fitteds, bro. I'm sorry. That's I, that's just how I've been. That's by my I like the slight. I like the slight bend. Hey, as, long, like yeah. as long as you're not doing it like we used to rock it when we, back in the 90s when we played baseball and it was so bent that it looked like a... Dude, like my this. dad yeah. does that. My, that, my <laughs> dad does that so hardcore where he pulls it in tight <laughs> and like he basically like it's right to your eyes. <laughs> That's how we used and to do it like, in baseball. Dude, what are you doing? I used to do my flat brims like T.I. and just kind of like pop it up into the side like the corner. But, <laughs> I, you know, I grew up, so... <laughs> Go ahead, Dylan. There, there's a guy on TikTok that works at Lids, and he gets flat brims like strictly how they are. But what he does is he molds them to the shape of his face, so everything is symmetrical with everything else. So it it, it actually it, it it's catered to your head. Somebody so pulled up hat, the wrong so color. It actually looks good. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me this time. She knows. What, she, she knows what the jobs were. She knows. Good, good, good communication. That's good relationship skills right there. But that does it, though, folks. We are ending the show right here, right now for you. Audio, everyone gets the end here. Audio, you got a special treat with the final countdown. Join us live here tomorrow, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. We have a fun and games Friday draft special going down tomorrow. AJ has the choice here. We're going to stir on this here. We're going to let this one marinate here. AJ gets to choose where he picks. Aaron gets to choose where he picks and both of them get to choose where Dylan and I pick in the draft. So there's some decisions, decisions to be made. And we're drafting the best sports duos currently in all four sports. Oh, uh, it's, it's current. Yeah. Come yeah, on. I don't want to go. It's, I don't want to go all time. I feel like that's a bit aggressive. Yes. It's supposed to be all time. Yes. Definitely all time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Current. current is not enough. Like, we're, we're gonna be we're don't gonna be naming people pick. that aren't even don't great. Pick. 
Come on, I want to do the combo of freaking TJ Yeldon and Chris Ivory. Are you kidding me? Hey, there I already go. know Dylan's first round pick. James Robinson and Travis, Travis Etienne. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fat chance. Mine's going to be hey. Trevor Lawrence and Tim Tebow. Hey, I, mean, I was about to say the same thing. I was like, I was going to follow that pick up with, the, with T-Law and, and Tim Tebow. We got one person watching tomorrow who's going to have frozen peas on his giblets. He ain't never gonna look at peas again. <laughs> like, That's you want some great. peas with dinner? Get the hell out of my room! <laughs> Throws the peas at him. <laughs> Wait, I need those back. Come back. I can't no. move. I can't move. I hope his wife does a haunted house in October and just has frozen peas just hanging from all the all the rooms that walk by. <laughs> Craziness. Oh, well, AJ, any last words, buddy? Great, great show. Thank you guys today. It was great talk. I mean, that was a well, well done conversation. Ladies, appreciate y'all making us do Final Countdown. That was a lot of fun. Found out about some sandwiches. Uh, I will, you know what, Aaron? I, I got to go get some sandwich stuff tomorrow. I'm going to pick up some pepper jack. I do like the cheese. It's just Best. not something that always pops up in my house. So I don't think about it that much. But yeah, good choice. Good times. The best. Aaron? Two things. The Miami Heat are now up by 30. So it's another 30 point win. With like the, four the, minutes the left Bucks. in the game, the Bucks. I mean, oh, Bucks. okay, the Bucks, Bucks are up oh, on I, Miami. I, I heard. 30. I was like, <gasps> no, the Bucks. Are up. Yeah, it's the Mercedes and Benz hat. Carolina Nashville already tied at one. Yeah, eight minutes yeah. in. So that's that's another yeah, little that nugget one. there. Other that's than that, game. continue to support, buy your shirts, and stay tuned for Fun and Games Friday because you know Aaron, Mister One Vote's got to get another win. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm excited about words? to miss out on one. Vote for me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, vote for him. As simple as vote that. for him tomorrow in a poll that won't exist until Sunday. So you can vote for him tomorrow because when the poll actually gets released, you won't want to vote for his team because, well, it's going to be fantastic. Wish me luck, guys. By the way, I'm in a golf tournament tomorrow. Wish me luck. Ooh, look at that. Hey, maybe maybe you can take the steering wheel off your head and put it in your car and drive to the place, and maybe it'll help you. Kids got trips tonight. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dylan. Uh, yeah. 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 Unbelievable. Oh boy, it's going off. Uh, and that, that doesn't <laughs> Oh boy, it's going off. And there's no other way to end it but Adios, turd nuggets. See you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.